Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. Wake up, get up. It's time for Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. We've got a couple stories for you, making you think about what you're going to do with all that leftover candy. Also talking about a backup, a flotilla of gas. And no, we're not talking about those of you that loaded up on chili yesterday. All right, that's what we've got. Coming up for you after Webster's Wheel gets us started. Good morning. It's your T-double-E-double-R-double-I-double-I-double-C tantric tantalizing whatever you're going to make it Tuesday. I wake up in the morning, don't even hit the snooze. Jump right out of bed to get that 15 minute news. It's Jason in the morning. It's Jason in the morning. AM 1321 now that Ukraine and Russia have been at it uh, for nearing a year now, going uh, about whew, nine months now or into it, closing in on nine, there are things that are going. So most of Europe has been relying on Russian fuel for so long, but not anymore. Russia has said, hey, if you're back in Ukraine, you're supporting Ukraine, guess what? No fuel for you. So uh, according to a story by Liz Alderman, Patricia Cohen, uh, these folks, that are waiting for all this. There are ships waiting to unload liquefied natural gas. They're trying to get it into the power grid. There's a bunch of them off the coast of Spain trying to do it, but other countries are making other measures. They're saying, hey, like in Finland, um, yeah, I know you love the sauna, but hey, how about get in there with your families? Don't just waste the electric, the, uh, I guess say electricity, but the heat uh, doing it. Drop the drop the um, temperature, the th I was trying to think, thermostat, that's the word we're looking for. Hey, if this is your first time listening to Jason in the morning, we do everything in one take. We refer to all of you as beautiful peahens and peacocks, and we like to make you think. We like to make you use that five to seven pounds of goo between your ears and get you down into a mind burrow, working your mind and burrowing it in and, and trying to do it. Some people call it a rabbit hole, some people call it a mind burrow. So there you go. But now these other countries are saying, hey, let's band together, let's work together, let's borrow, let's build grids, let's add to it, let's get these supplies going to it. Uh, they're keeping nuclear plants online. In France and Sweden, they're dropping the thermostats. Uh, Slovakia has even told people, hey, let's, uh, let's take two minute showers. Um, you know, <laughs> they haven't gone so far as to say, hey, take showers together. But you know, if you're gonna conserve water, that's a good way to do it. In the next story, this has been a mystery among scientists to solve a fairy circle in the African desert, in a story by Rachel Neuer. So evidently, there's two interesting things on this one, is that a lot of people have been trying to solve this fairy desert mystery for quite some time. And typically, when a paper comes out, they're like, we have solved it! We have figured out this mystery. Which other scientists said, hey, that's, that's not how we... <laughs> Not how science is supposed to work, not how we're supposed to do this, but okay. And no, you haven't signed the mystery. 
But guess what? There's another paper that's just been released. It says, hey, we think we've narrowed it down or tried to figure it out. But decades of research has gone into this in the Namib Desert that stretches from southern Angola to northern South Africa. So out of the University of Cape Town, they've been studying these. And, you know, they're like, oh, I don't understand what, what this is or, or maybe even why. But the last one says, in, according to this story published recently, that, quote, uh, that the plants are basically creating these circles. It says, quote, plants are forced to create these circles to redistribute water to maximize their chances of survival, according to an ecologist at the University of Göttingen in Germany. He says, we call it ecosystem engineering, end quote. So that's actually pretty interesting to think about and then juxtaposed with the um, story that we just talked about with Europeans like banding together saying, hey, we've got to figure this out. It's humans doing the same thing as fairy circles. So Europe is becoming a giant fairy circle trying to protect their resources and get those things figured out. That's kind of interesting. Hold hands across the world kind of deal of let's save the water, let's get it done. But the mind burr on this is, I think, especially in the case of Europe, this could be a good thing, right? When we come, and, and other countries should take note, when you become too dependent on one nation or maybe even a region for any of these resources that make your life go, there's a problem. Agriculturists have been saying this in the United States for decades. When we lose the ability to feed ourselves, we're in a bind, right? And think about that. Like gas, that's one thing. All right, we run out of gas, guess what? We're not driving to work, but hey, we solved that with telework, right? Well, we gotta have electricity. Well, we better start working on dams or nuclear energy or something else, or maybe even solar, right? That community we talked about in Florida. I mean, why is that story not being pushed more? They survived a hurricane because they were smart with their planning, right? Guys, we should, <laughs> we should be smarter than this. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Welcome to the B-Side this morning. Hopefully you had a great evening last night. If you're into Halloween, if you're out there, hopefully the kiddos and got all dressed up, enjoyed their costumes, and it was a safe and wonderful evening for you. Uh, for those of you celebrating Dia de los Muertos, uh, have a happy day today celebrating, and uh, hopefully your ofrendas are filled with everyone's favorites and you have all the pictures out there as well. The wonderful thing is now you've turned over to November and the race is on for Christmas, right? Crank it up. I guarantee if you start scanning the radio stations, you're going to find the one with the Christmas going. And hey, I'm not I'm not mad at that. That's all right. Uh, if you've held out and searched your grocery store, little Debbie, that little vixen, she's got all her Christmas cakes out there as well. But when you're wondering today, what am I going to do with all this candy, depending on how many children you have or how nice the neighborhoods were that you went into uh into the neighborhoods or like the little princess that showed up on the doorstep and uh she decided she was going to reach into the bowl with both hands and just fill up her bag for what she needed herself there are many questions on what to do with all the leftover candy uh in an article by chelsea frisbee uh, she has said well there's a lot of things you can do with it uh, perhaps you can make treats out of it right you can bake, bake them into treats you can freeze them, save them for later. You can uh, take them into the office, take them into work. 
And, you know, if you're like me, there was this constant rotation. I don't really talk about uh, much on myself, I guess. Yeah, I know sometimes we do, right? But anyway, we would always joke with my mother that, uh, you know, Halloween candy becomes Easter candy, Easter candy becomes Halloween, and then you end up in this weird Rochambeau of mixtures of candies and never know what you're going to get. Uh, so there you go. And cereal that just lasted forever. Uh, the other pieces for you is just maybe there is no leftover. Maybe you eat it all. Uh, maybe it's uh, something that you don't worry about because you're just going to scarf it down. Well, whatever it is you do, make it good and make it interesting. And we all throw out the bad candy. There's bad candy out there. <laughs> there was <laughs> there was one report uh, from a, a neighborhood. There, there, the guy was giving out hot dogs. You know, and at first you're like, what? Oh, right. <laughs> Anywho. All right, that's what we've got for you today. Let's take a quick look at sports as you're going on. Lots of compression. Great news, great news now that we're in November. We are less than three weeks away from the start of the much-anticipated World Cup. Uh, all the politics aside and everything else, hey, we are getting this going usually in the summertime, but since it's in Qatar, uh, in Qatar then we are waiting until the winter months to get it going. First and foremost, you had Game 3 last night was delayed uh, because of weather. So they're going to play three back-to-back, old-school style. You've got Game 3 going tonight, and then four Wednesday, and then five on Thursday for the World Series. You had Capitals winners in hockey in overtime. Sabres 8-3 big over the Red Wings. Kings 5-1 over the Blues. If you missed it, you need to go back and check out the Martinsville Raceway. Chris Bell was the winner, but Ross Chastain makes an interesting video game style move to come around, make up like 12 to 13 places on the last half of the lap. And this is Martinsville. It's a tight racetrack to finish fourth and catapult himself into the championship. In UEFA Champions League today, you have FC Porto hosting Atletico, Liverpool hosting Napoli, Bayern hosting Inter Milan, and Pelzen hosting Barcelona. Uh, Rolex Masters, let's see, this is in uh, Paris for tennis as well. And NFL action last night, Monday Night Football, 32-13 to 13 Browns over the, I almost said Phillies, over the, <laughs> over the Bengals. Uh, for you yesterday. That's what we've got for you. As always, we're brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julia's Prudent Produce. Get in there and get the fall produce out and fall colors for you. Uh, maybe even some decorative uh, florals and everything else for you. Always captivated by Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging. You've got editing services by Winston and you have Montauk always looking out around the corner for Clarice. Jack and Ralph's Expedition Services, they'll get you a boat. Don't worry about it. It's coming. That's what we've got. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Be good. Be a good human. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Jason in the morning. We're out of here.